to go downtown. Downtown, hey! Downtown. You're about to go downtown. Hi, lovely. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Amazing. You look spectacular. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Your pictures do not do you justice. So. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Now you're just being nice. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. I don't have time to gas nobody. Um, <laughs> I was just saying to everyone, you know, I do have the privilege of speaking to people from all over the world, but I go hard for my city. So I'm really excited to get to speak with you tonight and everyone to get to know you a bit better. Vice versa. So if it's okay if you could steal up, it's okay if we rock out to your music for a little bit. Yes, what? It's okay. <laughs> You're a baddie. We got to do it. We got to start off the vibes, right? Let's go. Mm. <laughs> like. A little music video in the bedroom. Why not? Let's go. Hello. The whole makeup beat got done to this. Like, it's just such a fucking vibe. Like, what inspired this Thank you. bag? Like, it's quite this it's energy. Just Honestly, like, just energy and just having confidence, feeling myself in the studio, being around like other empowering women and just the way we talk. I don't know, so many like lifestyle things. Yeah. I like the way you put that lifestyle. Yeah. Funny enough today, because um, they just re recently um, announced that Remy Ma will be doing an episode of Drink Champs. Love her, you know? And love a her. lot of us grown up, you know, if you love rap, you know about Remy Ma. And For I sure. like this little track completed and alternating between bad, you know? Right. Now, now, like, we, we possibly hey. got another anthem. You're actually reading my mind because if you guys know, I do Freestyle Fridays. And why is that in my selection to do? Because, again, it's energy. It's the same type of vibe that she was on with that track. It's the same vibe. It's just, it's just feeling yourself and just knowing, like, yeah, I'm, I freaking feel myself. Like, that's the vibe, you know? And I love that. And it being Women's Month, it's so important that we have these anthems still. And it's like, we like to feel good about ourselves. We want to feel confident. We want to tell, we want to tell a nigga, yo, unless it's this, like, it's not cutting it. And right. it's a whole energy, like you said, it's the best way to describe it. And, you know, as someone behind the scenes, it was just beautiful to have that feeling, to get ready to. It totally got me in the mood for today. And it's definitely on my playlist. Like, no questions asked. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the energy that I wanted to receive back, you know? Obviously, it's more like a woman's track, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, I definitely want you to be getting ready, feeling yourself with your girls, busting the dance, you know? Yeah. That's the vibes. This has a lot of radio play and a lot of replay value, for sure. So. Was that something you were, like, mindful of, creating this track? Honestly, when I go in to create tracks... I just go in with, like, I kind of, like, go in with what's on my mind. So maybe that day I was being a little spicy. Maybe I looked good at the studio. I wasn't being all, like, bummish. <laughs> I usually go with the flow. So it wasn't intentional, honestly. So that's a good thing, I guess. No, it was a great, yeah. great, great thing. I really think <laughs> going much further, maybe, than even you expect. Right. You know? Um, so I'm going to ask you, like, were you in the studio writing this record? Or were you, like, in the mirror? Uh, yeah, it was, it was like... recorded and written in the studio, like, the same night. Yeah. Jeez. I know. Jeez. I, I didn't even it. go in for, like, a second time to to record it. Like, I just... On that thing. night. Yeah, I just did it. <laughs> so funny. Okay! With the sound Let me find out, because she was a one-take down out here. <laughs> I did. Honestly, though, for most times, I would go back in, like, couple times you know it's a studio like whatever you know i'll try to perfect my perfect my craft but for this one i i just i didn't i just i just i felt like it you know it was like i felt the vibe like i didn't go i wasn't like oh i have to change this line i have to change this line like i was just like yeah i already had demoitis you know once they mix and master they it sounds a little bit different you know so i've already yeah. done the demoitis so 
yeah no definitely there was no bar wasted at all like you didn't <laughs> you had put on the gas the whole record and oh, i really appreciate you. that because sometimes as well when we hear these captivating beats like the beat's so good you get carried away but you didn't let it overtake you like right, you really right, right, right. are heavy in this record so i appreciate that thanks appreciate that so I'm a bit of a nerd, Tequila, so I have to go deep dive and just go through your whole catalog, because I understand we're celebrating that today, but, like, you know, I love to really just dig into the mindset of the artist, you know? And I'll tell you one of my personal favorites from you, which is kind of the, op not the opposite of that, but it's more of your singing right. side. Uh, okay. Drama. Ooh, love that. Yes. Yep, I love drama. It's like soft, but like still savage. Yes, yes. Yeah. What what does that like bring to mind? What was your mindset when you wrote that record? Like, where were you at in life? Uh, it's still that same kind of energy. It's like this one's just like I'm not taking a shit because I know myself. Like, you can't call yourself bad and not know yourself. You know. So it's just like yeah, I'm not. You have to know your standards and like, you know, what you're gonna allow and not allow. And like that song was like I said, it sounds sweet, but I'm actually basically saying like. Like, I'm good with that. I'm just going to do me. Like, I'm going to just focus on myself and better myself like I've been doing. <laughs> a thousand percent. And honestly, that's, like, such a beautiful point, especially going through, growing through womanhood and right. being able to get that confidence for yourself. You know, I know a lot of women, especially tuning in here tonight, they can relate, whether it's a breakup that triggered it or, right. like, parental issues, whatever the case may be. And it was just like, you know what? Like, I am worth it. I'm not like going this route anymore. I can like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, right. You have to always just like remember, like, regardless of the situation, like you have to, you, you have to have yourself. You know what I mean? You have to always be working towards yourself. Um, you know, working towards your goals, regardless if you're dating, breaking up, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? You still have to make sure that you're like always in a good mental place as a woman. So I'm always there. Yeah. I love that. I love that. We're going to get into it. So I love to know where where did you start singing? Like, were you at home? Was it like a certain environment that you grew up in that you were like, it kind of ignited that feeling? That like rock singing for me. Yeah. So I started singing at church. Honestly, like my cousins brought me to church. I would just sing, you know, the other ladies in the church, the sisters would be like, oh, you should sing. And uh, one day I had to do like everybody had to sing and I and I guess the lady chose me and I had to go on stage and I had to perform and <laughs> I was nervous at first but I really loved it I was like you know what I actually really like music I started doing choirs at school I started making up music videos I started making my friends record me like outside on the fence you know I was just doing like <laughs> little stuff you know like I, I just knew I liked it I don't know if, I don't know I just it grew on me because before church I never thought I would ever do music it's kind of weird like I no, thought, like, I never even thought about music. Yeah, it's not weird at all because you know it's an environment where a lot of us as black children can relate to going, whether it was through our aunties and uncles, the grandkids, right? A church time, so <laughs> it was definitely a pastime <laughs> for a lot of us, and it's like clearly going through your yourself like you are a very talented individual and you do have a special gift so i am proud of you for sticking it through and continuing please don't stop i appreciate that <laughs> yeah you know being an artist you know it's a it's a grind like it's about the people around you it's about how you think and it's like it's not going to be easy it's not something that's going to happen overnight you know so that's what i'm saying it's it's like it's like crazy i jumped into this career choice but it just felt right you know I'm going to ask you a surface level question, I guess, in a sense. What is, like, your background, would you say? Because I know from Toronto, like, yes, a lot of us are from Toronto, but, like, my family background is Jamaican on both sides. So what would you say, like, your, like, family background or your mix? <laughs> Yeah, so my dad's British Jamaican, my mom's Japanese French, but I'm born in Toronto. You know, I grew up in Toronto, like uh, Peel region, then I moved to Toronto. So, that's Canadian amazing. Mixed. It's a beautiful blend. 
It's a beautiful blend up. Uh, how many times do people oh, try to like, compare to Sweet Pea? People guess the ethnicity? No, how many times do like people try to compare you to like Sweetie? The art. Oh, all the time. I felt like it, right? I was Honestly like, though, I don't take it as like a bad sorry the Sorry, it's like disconnecting. Um I don't take it as like a bad thing. Like she's beautiful. Like, hey, being compared to any woman that's like a boss babe is dope. So I don't really care. One thousand percent. And I definitely like I don't I could see the similarities, but I just thought I would ask you because I could see that being something in the future as you continue to grow, people are like gonna possibly like say that. And I'm like, let me ask you if you've ever heard it or am I crazy? Okay. <laughs> hey, maybe it can like play off one day and I do like a dope song with her or something and it's like a little Let's manifest that. It's going to happen. <laughs> happen yeah. Right? Um, what was it like, you know, growing up for you? So you said you started singing in the church. Um, were your mother and father like always supportive? Or, like, was it more one parent than the other? I mean, I think my parents thought it was going to kind of be like a phase, I guess. But <laughs> it wasn't a phase. And then, you know, eventually they're like, yeah, we really believe in what you're doing. Like, we know your star. Like, my, my family looks at me like I'm, I'm like the star of the family. I don't know. They, they're like, we're very supportive. They're like, you're a star. You know what? We're not going to doubt your intuitions and your feelings that you're having. Go get it. So, yeah, they're, they're very supportive. That's dope. Because yeah. to this day, I feel like my mom doesn't even know the name of my business. And we're like, <laughs> like you know. You have to put her on. Put her on. They do, but it's like, I don't know. She's like traditional Jamaican Christian. So it's just mm -hmm. like, sometimes I just feel like they're just in their own like world. Like when I explained to her, oh yeah, I do like podcasting and blogging. It's just like, like doctor, lawyer, like what is that? Yeah, she's like, huh? <laughs> oh, you know what? I think like, you just need to sh like literally physically show her, like sit her down, you know, be like, this is like some things I've done. Like she'll definitely be interested and be so proud of you. There's like no doubt in my mind. But thank you. Um, when I did, when I do like more reggae artists, like I know when I interviewed up, I asked shout out to him. Like she was more familiar with like those things. So she was like, all okay. right, cool. Well, let's see if I did. I was like, yeah, right. that was me. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I get that. I know I'm familiar now. Yeah. Is that something that like weighs heavy for you? Like I know, you know, for some people, we we go through certain things or just like whatever, like family sometimes isn't like the number one support for us. Is that something that's like very meaningful for you or is it like? Yeah, I mean, I love it. I'm I'm so happy there's support rather than no support. But I, I even feel, I'm, I'm like kind of like a, I'm kind of like a soldier kind of, I'm just like, you know what, whatever happens, happens. That's how I always am. So even with like in the past, like friends not supporting or people you think are your friends not supporting, I don't get like, I'm not mad. I just kind of like soldier it out. I'm kind of just like, you know, it's crazy how sometimes people you don't know could be your supporters too. You have to look at, look at the good, right? So the good is that there's other supporters. So, Hey, if your family didn't support or your friends didn't support, there'll be other supporters. And that's how I think about it. 1000%. I'm grateful that they do support. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get that. And it's just like, same thing. It's like, but a lot of the times it's like when you're coming up in your business and you would expect that it would be the people that you know first that heavily like support you it'd be complete strangers you've never met yeah. in your life that are like riding for you harder sometimes until everybody catches up that's what always seems to happen <laughs> or it's like very or it's like your very close like gang friends of like group of friends mm -hmm. that that will be the supporters you know but then the other like bystander kind of friends or just like other groups of friends won't be you know what I mean? So it'll be strange. And also coming from Toronto, you definitely know about that feeling. And just like the crabs in a barrel kind of yeah. mentality, I feel like we all kind of have to go through. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, what would you, if you could like just describe your experience coming up in the Toronto music scene and, you know, really getting to, you know, get your footing and we're still growing and there's always opportunities, you know, but a lot of people complain there's no opportunities or this person's hating. What has your experience 
been like in the Toronto music scene? I honestly, it's just about putting yourself out there. So people, when they don't put themselves out there, they're not going to see any results. That's why they act like that, right? It's just, it's not about just Toronto. It's in general. You need to put yourself out there on ev in every way. Being in person, being like on social media, you know, engaging with other people. You can't just expect people to be like, you know, so supportive of you and you're never showing anything back. Cause that, that's what a lot of people freaking expect. It's so weird. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like you have, yeah, to put, you have to put that pride and ego to the side and like, yeah, 1000%. Yeah, so I want to get into more of like your R&B side, right? Because I think that's kind of where you started with your music yeah. and then gravitated more towards like hip hop. And now you're yeah. doing like perfect blend. I love it yeah. in between. Uh, I'm not putting myself in like a box. It's just making I music. If I hear a fire R&B beat when I walk in the studio, I'm going to lay something down. If I hear a fire hard trap beat, I'm going to lay something down. Because I go off like my mood, like I told you before. It's kind of just mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm not going in there like, oh, I'm going to write a rap song. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can sing and I can rap and I'm confident in both. So I'm going to do whatever feels right. You know? I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so R&B, right? The R&B side of Tequila. What, like, inspires that side the most? Like, what kind of, if you can describe, like, the kind of beats or, you know, just what kind of helps to put you in that R&B zone? Because you have okay. a beautiful singing voice. Uh, thank you. It's so not much. too powerful. It's not too quaint. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, and I still feel like you're holding back a lot of notes or not showing your full range. Right. I get told a lot I have a good tone so like I, yeah. I'm always like trying to play with my tone when I'm singing and that's like my biggest thing but what puts me in the mood like you asked um regarding like making R&B music mm -hmm. I grew up like my dad used to play classics like I grew up on like Mary J Blige uh Janet Jackson you know Mariah Carey he, and then I was getting older like finding music myself I grew up on like Keisha Cole Ashanti you know, Maya. So I always grabbed inspirations on my R&B side from those ladies. And, um, you know, yeah, just trying to, it's, it's about a feeling, right, for R&B. So I'm, that's kind of what I would always be captivated with because I felt something when I listened to it. So yeah, definitely. No, I, really, I really do love that because especially nowadays, I feel like even finding the right beat, it, it just, not that I'm an artist, but, like, just being around a lot of artists or seeing, you know, kind of what they have to go through. It's, like, it, it feels kind of gimmicky in a sense. Like, it's going to say gunner-type beat or weekend-type beat, you know? Mm -hmm. It's nothing where you can just, like, I, I hardly doubt when Tony Braxton or someone wrote Breathe that it had, like, you know, like, like those bangers that we, that we know, those, those classics. So it's just, like, do you find it hard to select beats or find original sounding beats you say so i find it hard i wouldn't say hard but i am like kind of picky so <laughs> yeah like uh honestly I, youtube's your best friend i always say youtube's my best friend go on youtube and type in type in even your favorite song like sometimes like other beats pop up like that just to give you like an idea of what kind of beats you like right so, yeah. like, I mean, starting out when I didn't have, like, a producer or have a couple people that, you know, I can go to or what I worked with, I would use YouTube all the time. And just, like I said, yeah. type in, you know, my favorite artist or type in the favorite song I like and, and just look around and find, you know, find things like that. So, yeah. No, I love that. And you hear, here at Downtown World, you say, eat fruit and mind your business. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Period. Fruit being, like, for the physical, you know, it keeps the thing going, the yoni good, all the things. And right. fruit is all meaning like that spiritual, that knowledge, you know, so you're just giving some good, amazing fruit tonight, you know, because mm -hmm. a lot of people, I feel like they overcomplicate the process. And sometimes it's not that difficult. Right. So, I agree. 100%. <laughs> so if you could speak on your experience, you know, being mentored by someone like Steve LaBelle, Oh, so dope. Just like he's a goat, right? So yeah. even just having guidance from, you know, someone like that uh, is, is awesome, right? Like, can't go wrong. But it's about what you do with, you know, the information and the guidance that you're given, right? So that's like the key thing for me. But yeah, definitely a blessing. Like, 
if you could if you could share without giving too much away uh maybe one of your like top takeaways from being mentored with him or even your experience like being mentored prem i i i know this is so bad because i'm so used to seeing p rain i know that's like showing my age you know mm-hmm. i know it's prem <laughs> right <laughs> i'm from the city you know but yeah i respect it i respect it like just one of your top takeaways from being mentored by like such amazing people from the city and have a lot of like experience in the music industry I think um just being consistent and just staying in like just knowing yourself like finding your pocket um being um like always aware of your message that you're sending out and your brands those are like kind of the key things so consistency message brand and just yeah like and just owning it you know what i mean like you can't half ass this music stuff like it's either you can't have one foot in one foot out this it has to be like 100% of or nothing so yeah that's just, it's just like yeah taking it as seriously as possible and being as consistent as possible and and quality right not just like doing shit to do shit 1000% you know what i love about you Cecilia is that i realized through our conversation is like you you're very sweet don't get me wrong but you have this like alpha energy about you that I really found. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. found, and I feel like people may mistake you and take you for like a cute face a lot. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely see like you don't play, and I love when you tapped into that mode. And you're like, can't be one foot in, one foot out. You got serious like facts though. Yeah. Yo, everyone thinks I'm just this like cute, pretty girl, but I'm like very about my business and I've taken time to like learn the business. This is called the music business and I'm a black female as of that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I need to know just how to move, how to carry myself, how to talk, how to be, because it's not, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not going to be easy. So I think my, my biggest thing, like elephant in the room is like, oh, I have to get past. It's like, she's just this pretty girl. It's like, yo. Yeah. But once people have a conversation with me, they're like, oh, shoot, you're actually like, yeah. Actually, I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want my shit. <laughs> and so it's funny that you say um, that. No, I definitely um, respect that I get that energy from you. And that's why I was so excited for people to get to know you better today because I definitely sense that about you. And I was like, this girl is not just a pretty face. She knows what the fuck she's talking about. She's learning and she's on her business. Seriously. Period. And vice versa, girl, because you kill and you and you buy your business too. And I get it's like you said, it's kind of like alpha, but it's also just like a confidence that like I wanted to get into that. Like being a baddie is that's kind of just being a baddie. It has nothing to do with, you know, what you necessarily look like or if you're slim thick or if you're freaking whatever body of a goddess it's more like how you carry yourself your mindset your energy you know the way you move which that's really what it is you know what i mean like bad for instance stands for bold ambitious determined it's not about a bad bitch yeah we're we're a bad bitch because of the way you move right the way you move makes you a baddie you know what i'm trying to say please school them like give them all the fruit because like there's so many young women, young people out there that like, they feel like it's just all this. And I'm like, bro, like when you, when you find, you can probably get into the room off your looks, but when you open up your mouth, like right. you really want to know what you're talking about and have sense. And you know, you don't want people to take advantage of you as much as possible. So it's very important to know yourself and be grounded within that. Amen. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> um, you spoke on it and hinted on it. Um, a little bit so I'll ask you like if you could speak on consistency right I know it's a common theme and some people are bored by it but like when I tell them like it really is that my time in fact I couldn't hear you sorry the phone cut out speak on what? consistency and how like oh, important that is in this music business like because right. a lot of people they find it repetitive or bored when people say that but I honestly even in my experiences feel like that's like one of the main things what would you say about that consistency? Yeah, consistency, of course, is important. It also just kind of determines on, if you're talking about specifically for an artist, are you talking about consistency? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for an artist, yeah, it kind of depends on, you know, being an artist is not easy, right? And doing things like you have to have a team. So the, your consistency is going to make a play on who's around your team you have because 
again, unless you think you can literally do everything yourself and be as consistent as you want to be with quality and, you know, proper structure and standards, it's going to be hard to be consistent. So that's, that, that's where it gets tough. It, it just depends on what your, um, what am I trying to say? Like what your standards are to your consistency, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be consistency. Yeah, you have to be consistent regardless. That's just the main thing, right? So in every way, not just one thing, consistent on just one thing. I'm consistent on every scale. Like every, look, every couple months there's a new platform coming out, right? You have to make sure as an artist, you're on top of your Triller, your your TikTok, your Instagram, your Spotify, Apple, all these things. Yeah. You have to be consistent on all platforms, not just music, mm -hmm. right? Because to me, music, it's not just like selling. Well, for me, as a type of artist I am, it's not just selling my music. Like I'm selling myself. I'm selling my brand 24-7. So with me, consistency has to be on literally all fields, right? <laughs> Tonight, you're talking that talk. So like, I just hope they're really receiving what you're saying and how heavy everything you're saying is. Because right. a lot of people think, even people, let's say, that have the bag or have the bread, right. and they're like, "Oh, I can pay you twenty sacks to do this or ten sacks to do this," and it's like, "Great," but or "Oh, I have this amazing song. Can anyone hear how amazing my music is?" And I was like, "Bro, that's not enough. That's like five to ten percent of the shit. It's who you music know, business. how you're going about." Tell them again. <laughs> Music business, baby. <laughs> I like those perfectly. So um, let's get into some fun things. Or before I do that, a standard question that we do ask all of our guests here at Downtown World, it does stand for don't waste no time with negativity, right? But I'd love to know. Thank you. I'd love to know what is a time or a situation where like no questions asked. It was negative. But somehow, some way, you found a way, you might have even surprised yourself, but you did not waste any time with negativity. Sorry, I need you to just say that one more time. So you said, was when was there a time that you could have basically made? It uh, was definitely like a negative situation. Situation, No yeah. questions asked. But you, yourself, you did, you surprisingly, or maybe not, I don't know, you chose not to waste any time with negativity. I feel like this happened to me a lot because people be trying to come in there and mix up selves. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, let me get this. Okay, hold on. Um, so take your time because they be trying me, girl. They be like, trying me, trying me, and they be like, but your platform says don't waste no time with negativity. But obviously, I'm, th I'm thinking right now because we've all been on lockdown. So we haven't even been outside like that too tough. But, yeah. yeah. Even a lady, the other, oh, the smallest thing, I was in healthy planet the other day picking up yes. my pre-workout because i'm a baddie and i need my pre-workout whatever this lady there's someone there's a line but you know the line like it gets spread into two basically at this point yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so this lady i let this one lady go ahead of me because with her mom I'm like you know what you guys go ahead this other lady comes after i've been standing where i've been standing and then I, the person says next. I walk up, and this lady's trying to make a scene at me. I said, "Holy, I'm not even gonna say nothing today." I said nothing. I just said, "You know what?" Paid my bill, and I left. She's trying to go off, and make a scene about asking the people, "Where's the line? Where's the line?" Oh, is was that was was she? I was like, "Why are we even talking about this?" Like, we're literally at the cash at the same point time at this time. It's like when people are budding for the for the green light, like, and then it turns. Like, where are you guys going? The light's about to turn red. Like, you guys. It's the same, that's the same feeling I got with the story. I was like, I'm going to say nothing. 1,000%. And, you know, that happens, I, I feel like, especially during this, like, whole panini and everything, mm -hmm. I feel like that happened more than often. It's like, bro, the signs are right there. Like, Not that serious. Right in front of your face. And, like, yeah. clearly, you already let someone in front, like, stop trying, you lady. It's like, not it's, that it's serious. <laughs> Me, I'm person that just like brushes things off that are not that serious. Like, like, like a lot of things are just not worth like even giving your good energy to. And like, even a lot of celebrities, they they share stories where it's just like, because I definitely see that happening for you more and more and more than it is now, you know. And they share a lot of stories, and people will literally say something negative on purpose. Just to get your attention and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't fucking mean it. Like, I love you. I would never mean it. I'm like, weird. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're, that's when they're really asking and reaching for attention. 
You know, though. You know. Yeah. Is that something you learned, like, really early on, just how to lead people better? Or is that something that you feel like you're still tapping into as you move forward? Because we know in this music business, there's a lot of fake people. There's a lot of fake men. Oh, yeah, for sure. Honestly, my whole memo, model, whatever, is just treating people how I want to be treated. So, you know, I I hope it works out most of the times. And, um, like, in my case, it has. But, like, that's kind of how I just go into everything. I just show everybody respect and just hope for it in return until they give me a reason to, like, either no longer have to speak to them or just no longer, you know, show respect. 1,000%. I agree with that. (laughs) And I feel like because I'm when you like as a genuine person you know it's like i'm not like you said it perfectly i'm not gonna let someone's like spirits <laughs> or negative attitude right. bring me to my character and who i actually am even though sometimes it really is tempting very right. tempting <laughs> i always tell even my friends like like don't ever let anything dictate your energy like you can't do that. Like, it, that's not how things work, right? If you were to, if you were to literally do that all the time, yeah. you'd be having people dictate your energy twenty four seven. A thousand percent. You can't. You have to just, you know, do you. So, I see that um, you had the privilege of working with cinematographer Jordan Aram, you know, and funny story. Ooh, yeah. I remember meeting him one time where like. I can actually like remember, remember. And mm-hmm. his conversation, like mm-hmm. literally, I kid you not, girl. His conversation was that he is going to work with Jake, like Drake. He was affirming it. He was like, it's going to happen. I'm right there. And no lie, girl. No He's a Scorpio, by the way. He has, he has that same. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. They got friends. They got my friend right now, Jordan. Literally, like, I want to say it was, like, not even a month or two, I seen God's plan. And I was, like, no way. Like, this man said it, and he did it. Like, for real, for real. Mm -hmm. So what was it like for you working with him and just knowing his story? And, you know, now we see, like, his resume growing more and more. and He's really getting, I feel like, what he deserves and even more because he's super talented. Right. Uh, what was that experience like for you and just being able to literally have someone like our Hype Williams of Toronto on your resume? Honestly, it was a blessing. Jordan's a great friend of mine and a great um, person to work with. I mean, his work ethic speaks for itself. So, I mean, we yeah. we're, we're both, when you're working with your friends, you can either be a hit or miss because we're friends before, you know, we worked and it was definitely a, like a great vibe and we worked very well together because we both have great energy we both have great work ethic you know we're both we both know how to make things happen and that's the people that i like around me people that know how to make things happen because that's how i am diy queen because we make shit happen we shit ourselves but we have to whatever we got to do so it worked out amazing i'm so grateful for the opportunity no that's beautiful and since you mentioned uh diy I'd love to know, what is, like, one of the most creative things you feel like you've done DIY? Well, um, me and my girl made that whole... Oh, no, the sound went out for a quick second. You said you and your girl... Yeah. Oh, we made the outfit for my video for dancing. So, just, like, clothes. clothes. Yeah, literally. um, And I made this piece of furniture this table so that was pretty cool i'm like into art so i'm like mixing art yes babe i love it let me find out you can make benches and all these things no honestly (laughs) i love custom shit and that's why i got into diy because you can add your own spin on if you learn to do shit you can add your own spin on it i love that put your put your letters put i love bling so everything around me is bling 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 that's like my thing you know so bling out (laughs) everything Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Oh, that, oh, that outfit was immaculate. Like you always, and I do Thanks. love that. I never, I see you in things, but it's always like a slight difference or a difference to what other people have going on. Like you're definitely unique to you. So now knowing that it's really you, like, and your friends putting in the work and being like, "No, nah, we can make this more lit." That is amazing to know. 
<laughs> Girl, you have to just use what you've got sometimes and just make it happen. Like, that's the whole point of DIY, right? Like, sometimes you're going to be fortunate enough to be, like, able to have the most blessed team around, the blessed team of creatives. But sometimes you're not going to be in that position. So you have to figure out how to do things and how to maneuver, how to move on feet. Girl, I've been making my own wigs. I've been, I've been making my own my own clothes. I've been making my own because I, I know what I envision. And it's like, okay, if I can't, if I can't make this work in this time, then I'm going to just make it happen. I feel like those are skills that are very important, like moving forward in the industry. To this day, you have so many models of color and everyone like still talking about how like people in that would probably be in charge of doing makeup or wardrobe they have like a lack of knowledge of like how our skin works or our hair works so like it's very important as we were spoken about earlier about full circle to know yourself know your color palette all these things because you can't have nobody else there you look crazy it's only better for you if you know right so that's kind of like that's yeah that's it comes into everything it tunes back in you have to just know yourself learn about yourself daily work on yourself daily you know what i mean become the person that you want to that you want to be like ultimately do you feel like you're becoming that person a hundred percent every single day because i'm i'm speaking it out i'm working towards it i'm doing things you know that are helping me grow which is so important and just and just like structure i never realized before when i was younger how important just structure is and just being you know organized like as you become an adult you realize how important it is you know you got to take time to just you know plan and use your time wisely and you know prepare so i'm really big on all those things yes uh one of my favorite books that i read last year um, I'm not a reader, but it's something that I've definitely been trying to like bring more into my life because I realize there's a lot of information in these books that, you know, you don't necessarily, I don't know, you just receive it different than reading things on the internet and stuff like that For all sure. the time. Mm-hmm. And um, Jay Shetty, he wrote a book, Think Like a Monk. And one of my favorite things that he spoke about in that book, because I'm a list girl, like I write a list for everything i love right. that you're organized and i yeah i sometimes like it people but i'm like we need to know what's going on mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we spoke about like you know everyone we write our to-do list these are the things i gotta do and we lay it out right. but he added another layer where it was like after you write your to-do list it's imperative to write your to-be list you know so say for example right? I was like, it just hit me so deep. And I was like, and I do it consistently up to this day. So in my planner for this week, you know, of course, I had our interviews, I have two other shows that I do. Plus, I have some other interviews scheduled and like some PR stuff that I have to do, right? And it's right. just like, on my to be list, I literally have written down, I need to be consistent, I need to stay hydrated, I need to be, um, I need to be supportive, because I am sometimes that friend, that like thank god for my real friends because they understand that not hearing from me doesn't mean like i don't love them but right. like they'll be like, girl I'm just checking in haven't heard from you all week so i like to remind myself now like you need to not only just have people messaging you but message your friends and be like how are you doing are you okay because those are people that you know got your back like when they're your i love those friendships though that you can go like literally months without talking i have i have friendships like that and but you know like it's all love everybody is in this i don't you know in this age where they're just like that's around me at least that's working on themselves they have so a lot like of things sometimes, on. sometimes a little like you know it's not that we're not talking it's just shoot girl i was traveling you was traveling we was yes. we're working i'm working like it's actually a good thing <laughs> yes. and i find like those friends one thousand percent everything you said they're so important because they understand like they're busy, we're busy, so they get yeah. that life uh, versus like people that are just kind of like stagnant. They take it right. as oh, big money now or this, and it's like no, nah. right? No, no, no. <laughs> it's not like that at all. I never but, take it like that. Yeah, so those are some of the things you know that I share with you that I have on my to be list this week. Um, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but what are some of the things that maybe you put on your to be list, maybe for this week? or your week coming ahead that you would maybe be mindful of? Because, 
you know, doing all these things or, or getting our face beat and stuff, it wears at your skin. So I was like, I need to stay hydrated. Like, right. I need to drink water. That's a really good one. <laughs> I was going to say, like, staying active. You know, I've been working out a lot and just, like, staying, staying really consistent with that as much as it's flipping hurts sometimes. Just okay. pushing through and really, 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 like, locking in on that. Um, um, just reading more in general, reading more um, different kinds of things, things just for my mind, um, you know, things that can teach me things, you know. Um, I've been doing this thing where I'm like studying uh, music from everyone who's ever won a Grammy. So I'm Ooh, literally... I love that. Yeah, this was actually a I challenge given to that. me by my friend Joel. And he was like, you need to study like everyone who's won these Grammys in the last, you know, two, three decades and see what, mm -hmm. you know, what made them win this Grammy. Yeah. So I'm literally going from like uh, six, 1960, 70s, so till 2022 right now, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm really, I'm just staying consistent with that. Eating better, you know, calling my dad more <laughs> um, and just, yeah, just the littlest things, you know, I, I'm just, Looping random because I'm so focused on my music all the time. So I already know that that's like the number one thing, you know. Like I said, you can't have one foot in, one foot out. I already have both foot in. We're jumping jacks at this point, right? We're doing jumping jacks. <laughs> so the other things I'm mentioning are just things outside of that because those things play a factor too. Like you have to, like we were talking about before, like maintain your, you know, your self growth and things like that, right? And just like your mental health is so super important. So things like that are gonna help. Your mental health. You're reading my mind because that's exactly where we're diving into now. You know, yeah. um, I'd love to know what are self-care is something is very important to me. And I've learned to make that a very important part of my life through a lot of right. trauma. But I definitely know the importance of it now. What are some of the ways you would say, Casilla, that you practice self-care in your life and you actually make time for you? I know you kind of hinted on it, but now I'm asking you, like, directly no i'm not gonna lie i always make time for self-care because if i'm not right then i can't perform right i can't work in the studio right i can't do you know what i mean like i gotta always make sure i'm right so i'm, I'm ready to work so i'll be taking baths sometimes i binge watch my shows sometimes i you know a little bit of meditation a little bit of yoga you know, obviously working out, like I said before, I be having my teas and trying to finish them because I used to waste tea a lot, trying to finish my tea. <laughs> yeah. Little things, you know, I like candles sometimes. Just, you know, relaxing things, right? I love that. I literally just said um, a couple, yeah, a couple of days ago to someone, I was like, literally being busy if that includes me binge watching a show on netflix that's busy because there's a reason why my body is like nah you need to chill let's just watch some tv let's take a nap like i feel like before they used to like make it seem like it was a crime to like take a nap or go to sleep early and things like that i'm like nah like i'm not trying to look 10 years younger than i need to be like sleep is very important in my life when things need to get done of course i'm going to be up but, like, if I could catch a nap, girl, I'm going to catch that. Girl, I honestly, personally, never been a napper. And I used to feel so guilty going to bed early. Or, like, I, I feel guilty when I do stuff. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm like, even now, like, I wake up every day at, like, 8, 8 a.m. I set my alarm. I get up every day. I don't even oh care if I if I don't have to, like, do nothing. I'm getting up because I just feel guilty. Yeah. I'm like, no, I need my day. I need this whole day, sis. Mm -mm. I need the whole day. No, I feel like that too. But like every weekday, I wake up at like five o'clock. So literally, yeah, it, it took work. It took work. Like Good for you. That's what I'm talking work. about. But I like when you start getting more into like those self development books and stuff. A lot of them talk about just like waking up around those times and how like yeah. literally we've done everything by like eight nine o'clock and you really have the day. Like it just like you're you're ready in your zone. Once you start right. growing towards that, you're going to be, like, dangerous. Seriously. But Monday to Friday is literally 5 a.m. So when it comes to, like, Saturday, Sunday, I try my best to, like, sleep in. Of course, it's just, like, 8, 9 o'clock. But for it's me, really sleep is... in, though. You get up at 5 a.m. So what's your sleep in? 
That's what I'm saying. Like, it will be like probably eight, nine o'clock. Eight? Okay, yeah. Morning. I was going to say, because your body is yeah. probably so accustomed to waking it up is. at five, you probably are the type that just wakes up now. Because yeah. when you get accustomed, it's like the only time that ever works for me is when I know I have to get up, but and my body will just wake up. Like, I'll just like, because it's on mm. your mind. When, when you have things on your mind, you can't really sleep, or at least I'm one of those people. Like, I, I know I have to get up. I have enough to get up. I'll just get up I before my I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I feel that hunger and I relate like from the media perspective, but I relate in so many ways. And it's just like, you have so many things going on in your mind. Sometimes you just like, I literally have my sticky notes. I always have like a book with me, like everything. So something that just puts you right down the ideas that are like flowing. So that's never... my notepad in my phone for me. I am literally like <laughs> in my phone writing notes 24 seven. That, that's my, that's my notepad. <laughs> I love that and don't yeah. don't stop doing that because when you like sometimes even though maybe we don't always get the time to look back at what we wrote down when right. you eventually do you realize like subconsciously you were checking off things off that list without yeah. even realizing. and it's also also manifestation in an extent in itself too because th depending on what you write down but it's like you know it's goals you're reaching and that you're manifesting to reach sometimes that's what, sometimes what I'm writing down so you know, I'll be like music video Wednesday, 7 p.m. And then it's like, oh, I get it done. I, I kind of like, you know, I manifested that whole thing to happen. Right. So. And that accountability, like it goes hand in hand with the consistency. And it's like right. nobody's going to wake you up every day and be like, girl, you said you wanted to be uh, a musician or an artist. You need to like put this out. No one's going to do that for you. So it's like if you're not. Doing no, they're not. Yourself, right. A hundred percent. No one's ever, no one's ever going to push you like you push you. Right. And that's something that I learned throughout the years. So don't expect people to push you. Not at all. So. Especially <laughs> not the haters. <laughs> yeah. Especially. So, I love to know, you know, let's talk about one of your brands that you've also created from the ground up. Yeah. Um, Baddie Boutique. Really proud of you for that. What inspired you starting Baddie Boutique? Even though I feel like I have an idea, and you know, just Batty Boutique into another It plays into what we've been talking about. Like, I wanted women to feel like their best, confident self with not having to spend, you know, what people would spend to usually feel good about themselves. That was like the goal of it. Because growing up, I didn't come from, you know that type of lifestyle so I always just like I said I used to make clothes or I just do little things or I, I would thrift stuff and throw on you know my brother's thing with my own thrifted thing and just make it work so I wanted to find a way that like how can there be a way to feel sexy and confident and affordable you know what I mean so that yeah that's where it rooted from and, and I wear everything on my own brand like I would never not wear something that I put in my my store because I you know I, I I want people to literally know like this girl really be wearing her stuff too you know it's not like how people manufacture things and then just like put their name on it and throw it out like, you know like some people do right I like exactly. really I really be wearing my stuff even in the new bad video that's all baddie boutique yeah. Ooh, yes, yes, oh, I like, don't play <laughs> <laughs> and I do love that so um, in your experience, you know, because I feel like e-commerce was something a lot of people tried to learn or they, do they dove into successfully, you know, and I'm a bit of a nerd. So I'll ask you, what are maybe some of the the good things or the things you won't do again that you've learned in your experience building that boutique? Um, you never like, well, there's, yeah. there's so many ways. So some like some of my pieces are custom and some of the pieces aren't right. So I would I would say um, I would say know your audience and know your niche and know who you want to sell to because that's gonna play a factor in you know so many things right if you're just getting a whole bunch of stuff or selling a bunch of stuff and you don't know your audience that's hey me I know I wear my stuff and how I represent myself and we just talked about baddie and bad and what all these things mean so I'm I already kind of know my target in my head because it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like a confidence thing mixed with you know 
energy. Like I, I would just, I just know because I went to trial and error, right? So know your yeah. target audience, know your niche and what you want to sell and just stick to something small and before going like crazy big. And mind your business. 1,000%. I love that. And once again, I hope people are taking in all this game that you're giving. And very smart woman. Very smart woman. And I find, no, seriously, and it's like, if people are taking in what you're saying, like, you didn't start a cucumber smoothie business. You didn't start, like, all around when you look at Castilla as a brand, everything that ties into, like, if you look at it as a web diagram, it all intertwines you and what you're putting out there and how you want people to take your brand as you're, like, growing and thriving. Yep. No, yep. so proud of you. Okay, so we're winding down uh, to be near to the end, but I'd love to know, who are some of your, like, top musical inspirations? And maybe let me know a little bit of why those are your musical inspirations. Yeah, like, um, I mean, I love Janet Jackson. I love, um, I don't know if you want me to talk about current or if you want me to talk about, like, past. Because some of the ones I brought up from my childhood, like. I love you from old school and I love you from new school. So whatever you're feeling. Yeah, I love, you know, I love Drake, I love Janet Jackson, I love Mary J. Blige, I love Eve, I love Foxy Brown, I love Nas. Um, I'm, I kind of have like an old soul, so I kind of lean towards older stuff rather than like so much new stuff. But for some new artists that like I listen to like right now, I love like Eric Bellinger, I love Seven Streeter, um, I love... Um, Summer Walker, yeah, like I, I listen to SZA, like I listen to a lot of new stuff too, but my roots come from the older influences, yeah. Yeah, I really love that. And I appreciated the fact, not that you're capping or anything, but that you also mentioned that, you know, you are inspired by Drake because funny enough, when I interview people from like Toronto, they will not say his name and I literally have to correct them and be like, listen to me, moving forward, like, it's very imperative that you say these things because personally, I just feel like even with what I do, there wouldn't be a space or like it makes sense to the world if it weren't for like a lot of the doors that he busts out. Not to say that there weren't a lot of people, you know, that came before him, part of like, the Canadian music history, but like clearly artists of the decade, he's it's on the furthest in my opinion. You know, and yeah. if it wasn't like for him and their, you know, entity and what they do, a lot of us couldn't even possibly get into the rooms, maybe, that we have been what, able what, to get into. What I like about it, his um, infrastructure and just like, like business mind, like that's like, yeah. you know, if you really look into his history of business, like he's really just done an amazing job of building like literally an empire. You know, and that's where yeah. I'm on. You got to think longevity 10 years from now. You got to think, everyone always wants to think right now about themselves, about themselves. So you have to think about team, where you see yourself, where you see the people around you, where you see your brand going to, um, things like that. So I really respect that aspect. Obviously, the music's dope, you know, but like, it's no, music business. Back to music business, not just music. So that's really why. Awesome nerd shit. Like, I was even saying, because Top Boy is clearly a show that I love and it just like premiered or dropped and then I was looking at um one of his albums More Life that just dropped and when I was looking at the dates it literally is the same date that it premiered I'm like this man is so smart like their team is right. so smart because everything is everything everything is yeah. strategic and I'm just like people barely even want to get together a 30 to 45 day rollout but they're right. wondering why their things are like going as far as they want to. And I'm just like, I don't know what else to tell y'all. Play back this interview and listen to Castilla and all the fruit that she <laughs> Like, I don't know what else to tell y'all. No, let's just roll that out and just remember to know yourself. Because once you start to know yourself, then you're able to achieve the greatness that and the potential uh, that you really have. Amen. Okay. So last thing I'll ask you about, I do see here that you literally said ambitions to be the female Drake. Okay, that's heavy. Like, to me, as someone that, like, I take his career so, like, 
like I study it and I just love even the way I'm seeing like you spoke about he's diversifying and it's not just about the music we're seeing him dove, dive into like TV and film and liquor yeah. and, and Bitcoin and like crypto and all these things you know what does that mean to you the female Drake like it's like when Nicki Minaj was like yo Jay-Z has a blueprint I have pig print like to me that's that's, that's a heavy heavy statement right no 100% well, first off, you have to work. So it's just like work work ethic, right? So, I mean, that, that just kind of explains it. I mean, if you want to get far ahead, you have to have the work ethic, not just the talent. The work ethic is one of the most key things, too. You know? I mean, amen to that. Um, I'd love to know, before I let you go tonight, what are, like, one of the things you would say is the most, like, misconceived things about you that you would like to clarify for anyone who you feel like maybe hasn't really taken the time to like know you like I've had the privilege of doing tonight right. or they see you and they just like you spoke on earlier they just think you're a pretty face what is something like we're sending the record straight off tonight yeah like I mean don't sleep on the underdog that's what I'm saying like everybody feels like you have to do the most and be the most just be yourself and i i think that once people just see more about me like it will get over like what we talked about before the elephant in the room oh she's just pretty yeah. it's it's not just oh she's trying to like oh she's trying to rap oh she's trying to sing like no i'm going to rap and i'm going to sing and you're going to see me work my way up right so yeah i think that's it's not really a misconception it's just more like a thought that people have right yeah. I love that. It's like when I used to tell people I'm gonna be on TV, and like literally, Max was like laughing out the room. And then two two right. they saw TMZ. They're like, "Oh, bitch, that's you motivation." I told y'all, right? <laughs> you have to yeah. use all of that as motivation. So, all those little things that we spoke about today, touching bases on, is just all motivation. At the end of the day, I'm gonna keep working on myself and my and my shit and my goals, and that's it. Great. No, I am so proud of you, Queen. <laughs> I'm proud of the fact that I could dive so far back in your music or discography and you have like really beautiful songs that I know moving forward people are going to fall in love with that and fall in love with what yeah. you have going on now I love the messaging that you're carrying out there and you're definitely way more than a pretty face and I need people to really understand that about you you're very smart and intelligent and I love the confidence that you bring and you give me as well you know I'm on the media side but it's it's very refreshing and it's inspiring to meet other females like you especially from my city to be like okay I'm not alone there's people that do take it seriously and they're working just as hard shout out to the queen Alicia you know she's another big sis go in the game that I'm just like she's so inspiring and motivational um I, I want to ask you no go ahead go ahead no, I was going to say, you just have to have, like, you have to, like we were talking about before, be supportive of other people and have, you know, that mindset that you're going to, you know, be better and do better, right? So, like, always in the back of your head, be like, yeah, I'm going to be better, I'm going to do better, and I'm going to, the way I'm working towards that is also by showing people and, and, and being supportive of other people, too, you know? So I'm so happy that you said, oh, my God, you made me feel, because that's, like, one of my goals. Now you're making one of my goals come true, because it's like, yeah, I want to make people feel, you know, that way. You did that, girl. There wasn't, like, there was no point where I was, like, rolling my eyes, like, oh, my gosh, she's another girl talking about she dropping. Like, I really... We know. It. That's the misconception right there. Yeah. 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 And I think I'm very transparent. I'm going to talk my shirt. No, yeah, definitely. Well, I'm happy that... Like, don't stop. Do not stop ever, okay? Yeah, I want to yeah. be looking next year, five years from now. And you're killing it. I'm gonna see you at the Grammys. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I know that girl. She's talking about Literally. So that's okay. you. Backstage to the Camila World Tour. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> just now, Let's just now. Go. But my dad is presenting. Let's go. Let me find out. Kill us all with the hey. <laughs> I got lucky. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs>
if you can leave with any last words or I'm going to let you close out tonight's interview, also let everyone know where they can follow you, support you. Um, if you're open to collaborations, how you yeah. prefer to be hit up, let everyone know all of that as well. So I just want everyone to know to like never stop working on themselves, number one, because that's kind of like the message that we were giving off tonight. Never yeah. stop believing in yourself, never stop pushing yourself, never stop you know, believing that your goals can come true because you are the person that makes your stuff tick. So, you know, you have to be your own motivator and your own biggest fan always. Second off, if you guys want to see me live, I'm performing on the 31st um, at the Libertine. So pull up, grab your ticket, show out, support your girl. It's going to be a vibe. I'm going to be singing my new single, Bad. I'm going to be busting a couple moves or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, That's next and, and just... Yeah, stay consistent, stay blessed, and stay working on yourself. Period. Guys, this has been my exclusive <laughs> interview with Castilla, Queen Castilla, Queen Baddie of Toronto. Truly okay. thank you for your time. You have such a beautiful and genuine spirit. I'm wishing you nothing but growth and blessing and prosperity and wealth from here, Queen. I know this is a Mercy, thank, thank you. you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to interview me today. You've been nothing but such like good vibes and like good spirits, and I loved our conversation that we had. Thank you. All right, you guys have a great night. You've had another Let her go practice her self care and do her thing. All right, everybody have a great night. Okay, bye, bye girl. <laughs> about to go.